Hey, this is Carly, and you're listening to episode 38 of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies in theaters and also gets off topic. Today we'll be discussing Where'd You Go, Bernadette? All right, Carly's already trying to look at my notes. Um, we are recording. Uh, welcome to episode 38 of Entire We Trust. Uh, you can now access the podcast at itwtpodcast.com uh, for spoiler-free one-sentence reviews and movie ratings, episode descriptions, song of the week playlist, movie tra- soundtrack playlist, submission form to be a guest on the show, and uh, listen to the podcast on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and watch on YouTube on the same day on Thursdays. Um, I had been lazy with the YouTube uploads, uh, but now I am I'm sticking to uploading them the same day as the podcast if you prefer to watch. So uh, go check those out, subscribe to all of them, leave reviews, all that jazz. So today we have Carly, um, Carl's um, here today, one of my best friends, uh, very few people that I respect their opinion, and Carly is one of them. Uh, I know, right? right? Yeah, what an intro, right? Um, Retired volleyball phenom from Phenom. That's really pushing (laughs) it, bud. Thanks. Uh, Emphasis on Phenom from Villanova. Now, one thing to note is that um, I came very close, very close to beating her 2v2 uh, a couple years ago Very in San close. Diego. Oh, you're talking Ryan Rayfack, Brock Edwards, like the two that, that's exactly match. What, oh, that's let's not bring that one so, up. That, there's a lot of different ideas of how that goes. <clears throat> so, you know, to be completely honest, and, and uh, you know, I hope people listening know that I'm, I'm one to tell the truth. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ryan, I, Ryan and I held back. So Right. We <clears throat> didn't want to, like, come on too strong to the Edwards we, duo. Right? We didn't. And, and I could tell that, um, you know, you all might have been a little fragile so I didn't, I really didn't want to, you know, break you down, mm. um, break your ego down. Yeah, so yeah. we held back at the end there when it got close. Um, sure. So when we like to tore you down by a few points, you were like, let's just hold back and let we, them win. I, I like, thought you don't like to lose. I, I don't. And so that, you guys I, both were really <laughs> sore losers. I mean, you struggled <laughs> that day. We had a hard time rebounding and having some fun the rest of that day in San Diego. You know, I think, uh, I think that speaks to my acting skills. So uh, yeah, yeah so I had, to, I had to make you all feel good about it. But, um, but yeah, we did hold, hold back, but I do want for the record to show that, um, that me and Ryan came very close, very close to beating you and Brock that day. So. And yet we haven't had another matchup. So yeah. what does that tell <laughs> us about what's what's to come? You know, I'm ready. I'm you know, always Bra- ready. Brock and I, we're ready. We'll take you on. All so right. you just name the time and place and we we'll, will make it happen. We'll get it going. I'm going to shoot Ryan a text now. <laughs> um, but yes, also Carly, um, in the spirit of competition, told me that uh, this would be the best episode of my podcast has had. She says she's listened to the other podcasts and the other guests just haven't been up to par. So yeah, thanks um, for that one. Thank yeah. you. That's something I would say. Everyone watching that knows me would know I'd make a comment like that. So that she said. So uh so everyone listening, just judge her uh very harshly. harshly yeah. yeah. Very Thank harshly. You. Um Song of the Week. So I know you were struggling on this well you know me i'm not a big music girl and you know i don't have the same following that most people do on the whole apple music spotify world so yeah yeah so i'm gonna go with summer nights rascal flats you know i'm still living in the summer season we're coming up on the end of the summer but we'll go with just a classic summer hit here this summer that's fair you know rascal flats the only song i think of is what is is the one uh life is a highway oh is that the name of the song yeah there's quite a few 
It's only the only one I think of um, that I know by them, uh, which is what on the on the car soundtrack for Disney. I think yes, that's the only reason I know. That's probably why you know it so it? well. <clears throat> that's the only reason I know. Um, my song of the week. So I'm, I'm struggling. Even still, right now, I'm struggling to choose between uh, really three songs. So okay. so I'm gonna go with uh, I believe "Boyfriend" by Ariana Grande. <laughs> I love Ariana Grande. Um, this song is essentially. Um, uh, uh, what is the name of that? What is the name of her song? Why can I not think of it wow. right now? I'm blanking If you out. love her that much, Todd, you right? should know this. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Uh, thank You Next. It's essentially Thank You Next with different oh. words. I was not a fan of Thank You Next as much as I love Ariana Grande. Um, but this is this is a, basically like a different version of that with different words. But okay. that's probably my song of the week. I really want to go with um, – this. Is, these are bonus songs of the week, just FYI for everyone. <laughs> um, so Claro, um, I posted about her on my personal story, and – uh, one of her songs was actually my song of the week a couple weeks ago, but her album is really, really good. Okay. And I wanted to pick some other songs from there, but I like to add a little variety to the song of the week playlist. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Ariana. But if you do want to go listen, Impossible and also Sinking, two great songs on Claro's album. Um, really good. Sweet. So go check that Sweet. out. Um, all right. So um, Random Rapid Fire uh is a segment i do where i go through no prep questions i actually just realized i forgot to write down my no prep questions which is crazy oh my gosh but so now i'll go no prep for the questions i like i'll I'll just ask them off the top of my head whatever just comes to my head oh isn't that and then uh and then you answer okay sound good sounds great all right first uh movie that you saw in theaters if you remember ever first movie i saw in theaters Oh, gosh. Something Disney, probably. Something Disney. So we'll go Disney. I don't know which one it's been. All right. So we'll go now. Better question. Mm. What is the last movie you saw in theaters prior to this? Lion King. You'd be proud of me. It was probably within the last, like, month, which is probably, like, you know me. I haven't been in theaters in a while, so it was a pretty good good one. What were your thoughts on Lion King? Lion King? Good. I mean, I think it was great because there were so many really distinguished people in it and voices. So I think that's what I enjoyed most about it was just the, the cast that showed up for that movie. That's fair. That's fair. Um, what is another good question to ask you? Wow, you don't have them ready? I know, right? I, I, I know, I'm slipping. Catch you off your game. I know, right? So so they're off guard for me, too. Um, if you could do anything, regardless of current career path or college studies, if you could do any other career, what would you do? You know, I'd probably have to go with something in coaching and sports administration. I yeah. think I've always loved that. I think graduating from Nova, I thought I wanted to go into that route. Um, but I think I would really enjoy I mean, I, co- you know, I coach on the side, right. but I really enjoy giving back to the younger generation, helping them kind of develop their That's cool. skills and yeah, be- become the best person they can. Wow. So. Wow. Um, that is just very enlightening, Carly. <laughs> um, inspiring. Mm, uh, yeah. My, uh, I guess the next question will be if you ran away in, in the spirit of this movie, if you ran away, where would you run away to and didn't tell anyone? Where would you go? Hmm. Let's see. Probably somewhere in Europe. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. Why Europe? You know, I think there's just a lot to be seen over there. So history, okay. culture, nice. food, you know, some great food, you know, food, food is, over there. So. Yeah. You know, food is my number one yeah. uh, factor. If yeah. I, if Chipotle, I, I think, is the number one factor. Chipotle, yeah, I don't know yeah. food in general, but yeah. like, got to say, Todd did really great last night. We went outside the box, like a new Mexican restaurant I in did. East Lansing. And he was like totally on board. Like I was, and it was I, awesome. I was a good sport about it. But uh, but yes, Chipotle—that is a requirement for anywhere that I run away to. 
Chipotle has so Antarctica probably wasn't top on your list. No, then to go no. There. If, they, if they put a Chipotle there, I'm all in. All right, and it's cold, see. so I probably cold. I would run away somewhere warm with the Chipotle. So like, if, if Hawaii had like if Hawaii has Chipotle on the island, I would assume. I, w- I hope so. If they do, I feel then like that's they've gotten on that level by now. I only ask two more questions. Uh, one is uh, go to slushy flavor. I always ask my guests this. Go to slushy flavor. Yeah, we go to theater. <laughs> I probably was like ten the last time I had a slushy. What? Come on, Carly. You know that's, your that's straight sugar, bro. It is you know straight, that's sugar. straight sugar. I know. It is. Um, we'll go cherry. Like cherry Cher- is fine. Okay, cherry is fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then if you had to rewatch the same movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm. You know, I'm pretty, um, I'm a pretty big fan of Pride and Prejudice. So that one, I would say, I could probably okay. watch over and over again. There's a lot to take from that film. That's it's a, a shame that we're not reviewing that one today. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's what the viewers want. Uh, is is Pride and Prejudice? Um, did you ever see the zombie version of Pride and Prejudice no, that came out a couple years really ago? No, was there really a zombie version? Yes, it was like I can't remember what it was called. It, it might have been called Pride and Prejudice Zombies. I don't remember, but came out a couple years ago. It looked really stupid, but okay. didn't. Did you watch ever. it? Absolutely not. Okay. I'm, well, one Pride and Prejudice is a little little slow for me. Personally. Well, you know, you really got to get uh, into it, and there's a lot of deep <laughs> themes, so you there, know, there there's is. a lot to dig into. It was a, it was a lot for me, sure, uh, sure. And, and I think partially is because I had to. We were forced to read the book in high school. Oh, now obviously I, I didn't read it. I had spark notes, spark notes yeah. but um, but it, it wasn't enough to grab me to say, hey, I'm gonna watch the film adaptation. Sure. Uh, but um, and also I don't like zombies. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. not a, I'm not huge. into zombies. I'm not scared of them. They're just. It's just kind of been a stupid concept. I'm sure. just not a huge fan of it. But sure. But yeah. So on to some other stuff before we do the movie review. Yeah. Uh, football season is coming up. Yes. What game? Now, obviously, you live in East Lansing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a uh, huge Michigan State fan, as absolutely. I am myself. Yes, it's one thing we bond over. Absolutely. Um, what game are you most excited for? Oh, that's a great question. Which game? You know, I'm kind of bummed that I'm not going down with you and a bunch of people to Northwestern because that yeah. was a really fun one a few years ago. I think we went yeah, with a bunch right. of friends. So that's one I've thought about would just be a great, you know, following of people to get together yeah. um, that I don't think I'll be able to make. But that's one I was looking forward to. But Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, too. That, that might be top of the list as far as the actual going of to I'd the say game. the people. I think you can't yeah. beat that crew. That's why I'm, you know, contemplating the it'd be, it'd be a lot of fun. trip. I know uh, we, we had, like you said, a couple years ago. So backstory as well. Carly and I met before uh, I moved to Chicago, and then when I moved, she was already living in Chicago, a few years older than me, and then I moved to Chicago, so then that's when we really became good friends, Um, but while we were both living there, uh, we went to the Northwestern game, and a ton of people from that we know from Michigan State came down, we had a tailgate, so that was a lot of fun, it was very cold, very, very yes. cold uh, that day. But uh, luckily, the game is in September this year. Yeah, it so should be a great weekend. Should be perfect. Great weekend. Should be perfect. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I would have to say that that's probably the game that I'm most excited for to attend. To attend, um, sure. As far as watching, you know, obviously, U of M, Ohio State are, yeah, like, always right. circled on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. they're not home this year. That's always that a does fun suck. home one. And I don't like going to each of those places either. I would agree. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of going to Ann Arbor. I like Columbus, the city. But to go there for an Ohio State game, I, I've never, I've never liked that. You know, the stadium is cool, but like I've never liked going there. I've, I haven't had a lot of good experiences mm. in that stadium. I always choose to go the years that we end up losing, mm. um, which so always you're not allowed to go back. Basically, is what you're so it's me. Yeah, it's it's my fault. So I, okay. I'm gonna for the betterment of the team, I'm not gonna go. Cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, I always have those circled, and then uh, ASU, I'm actually excited for. Yeah, that's a fun because one. we can get that, that payback. Too. We should have beat them last year, but we'll get Absolutely. them this year. So excited for that. Uh, awesome. So, so yeah, um, other thing for people that frequent Lansing 
or live in Lansing, yes. uh, it's imperative that you make a stop at Horrocks Farmer's Market. <laughs> so that's always a plug, stop for me. Plug for their, what is it, their raspberry gummies? Or yeah, the, raspberry. The multicolored gummy bears, I think. One amazing. Of the so, yeah. So I, I'd say top of the list is the 12 flavor gummy bears. Okay. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, so they have that there. They make the candy there. Uh, I know this because one time they didn't also. So let me go through the full gambit of candy that I get there. Mm. The 12, uh, 12 flavor gummy bears, the blue raspberry gummies, oh, that's the ones, and then yep. the red raspberry gummies. Mm-hmm. So now, do you have a discount code for your followers? Like I don't. Yeah, if I say, yeah, I need to become a Horrocks you influencer. You should frequent flyer there. I think they can really <laughs> you know, I should ask them if I could be You really a... should, because I think you'd be a great ambassador Just for the for candy. Them. Just for the yeah, candy so, selection. Yeah, so make it clear that I'm not there for, like, the healthy foods or, like, the organic not. stuff. It's All like, the hey. fresh produce? No, I'm here for the Fresh goods. candy. <laughs> uh, they do make the candy there. I remember one time they didn't have, for a while, like, it was a couple months they didn't have the blue raspberries. And oh, I asked. You drive all the way from Detroit. They should have that. This is when I was still, my parents were still living here. And I would come up from Chicago. And I'd stop in and I'd be like, I'll say, hey, you know, where's the blue raspberries that, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen them in a while. And they're like, we, uh, the machine or uh, the company that makes the like machine, the parts for it, like whatever, it like either shut down or they had to get something else or like, so they couldn't make them anymore there. So now I went back today and, uh, to my surprise and delight, I saw delight. You got a nice selection. I got a nice selection. So I'm, I'm ready. I'm packed up. I might end up stopping back again. Cause I know I'm going to put these away. I say they're pretty small. I don't know how many you got, but they look like I they're not going to gonna last oh, more than a week. You would have, you would have been disappointed in me in that back in the day. I used to get the bag and then just, Oh, there's a put, bag. You can oh, get a big oh, bag yeah, like you can and set then it just up buy yourself. the pound. Oh, um, but I, I try to keep myself on a, on a strict diet these days. Well, you've been so. working out so much. You can't, you know, can't, Put in all those toxins no, in your body. It's when not, you're just it's not as, fair to my body. Um, it's true, yeah. With your figure these days, yeah, right? it's just you're hitting your, your prime. You can't bring in all that that, that sugar in a good spot. It. You know, I'm in, a, I'm in a good spot right now. Two um, days and all that good stuff. I, I was doing two days at one point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, Discipline right there, Todd. The only issue is that at the gym, um, I'm running out of weights. So I'm, I'm getting oh, so... Isn't that everyone's problem? Like, yeah, there's not enough... You can't find the 100-pound weights. It's, like, it's not enough. And it's my it's, issue, too. It's like 130. It's like, really, 130 is like where I I'm going to stop? You got to settle. You just got to settle. So it's, uh, it's rough. Life so. is hard to be you. I just got to say that right now. It's it is. I make it world. through. I muddle through, Carly. I muddle through. Um, but to the movie. Yes. Because um, I know you were taking notes. So we actually went and saw it together. Typically, I don't do that. Uh, I think I'm just like such a VIP member of this are. experience. I got to actually see it with Todd, which was just. Yes. But I couldn't read any of his notes. She he was typing yeah. the entire movie. So I yeah. really felt like I had to pull out my phone and try to. I'm on my phone the whole time. And just so I don't forget anything. I, I don't want to mm. miss a detail. I can't wait uh, to hear what you have to share with I us. I have some good stuff. <laughs> I have some good stuff. Uh, uh, so probably a hot take, too. But um, IMDb description for the movie, a loving mom becomes compelled to reconnect with her creative passions after years of sacrificing herself for her family. Uh, her leap of faith takes her on an epic adventure that jumpstarts her life and leads to her triumphant rediscovery. So this movie, that is a very um, eccentric uh, yeah. description, huh? Uh, release date, August 16th. Uh, notable cast, Kate Blanchett, uh, Judy Greer, Kristen Wiig, uh, Billy Crudup, and then Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, writer and director, uh, Richard Linklater. Uh, he's self-taught uh, writer and producer. Wow. Uh, he's also done Boyhood, uh, which was up for um, a lot of uh, a lot of Academy Awards a couple years ago. Um, that it's an interesting film. Boyhood is an interesting film. This one was an interesting film too, but Boyhood was a little little bit more out there. Uh, runtime was two hours and ten minutes. 
Uh, so yeah, so going into the movie, I, I know we were discussing like what we were expecting prior. Sure. So yeah. so and then yeah. we had to stop discussing anything after that. Yeah. So here so we are. Yeah, I have a strict <laughs> rule take. that the guests can't we can't discuss the movie prior to uh, the podcast. That way, you all are getting genuine uh, reactions, first reactions from our conversation. So. Uh, pre-movie what mm-hmm. were you thinking what were your thoughts what were you expecting from the movie sure you know i think when you sent me the trailer well at first i was really curious what kind of movie you picked for me because i'm not a huge movie buff so yes, i was you I know, do know that i knew you were very thoughtful <laughs> in, the, in the selection that you made so i appreciate that but no going in i think the trailer makes it look like there's when she disappears that there's going to be some sort of um, murder mystery i wasn't sure of that kind of twist of the film so i was yeah. kind of surprised with the way it went because i, I thought we were going to be kind of on a hunt and it was going to be a little bit different than the way the actual film went so yeah that was my kind of idea going in. That uh, it definitely had it kind of throw you it throws you off a bit in the uh, in the trailer. Um, I didn't really have any expectations. Uh, the concept of the movie intrigued me. Um, a thing a theme I talk about a lot with people I'm close to, and I know we've had these conversations of uh, doing what you love and figuring out yes. you know what you're passionate about. For sure. Um, and you know, kind of that that thought process of like you know what happens if you're not doing what you actually love or what you're meant to do so sure um i I was attracted to that idea of the film and why i felt like it was a good pick for you so (laughs) uh so yeah that that was my initial thoughts um you know the story uh the story's interesting i didn't know it was a book too so we found that out that was interesting i I thought kind of yeah it would be interesting to read the book and then see how they kind of did the movie yeah yeah so um, initial thoughts af- obviously now now that you've seen the movie yeah. you know any initial thoughts or, or things that you know Should really stuck oh yeah that, that really that really <laughs> stick out before we go into like obviously the details throughout the movie sure you know I think my big theme and granted so I am starting to get my MBA and I'm doing all this reading on or- organizational behavior I think that's yeah. part of what came up but I think just um, the importance of valuing difference I thought was yeah. really great and just um, there's actually a theory I'm learning about right now called the um, mirror fallacy theory mm-hmm. and the idea that we presume that everyone is just like us. Yeah. And so I think that was great is watching the dad who's this Microsoft tech guy and he, you know, is, is looking at his wife and like thinks there's something wrong with her and isn't able to see her through a lens um, beyond his own experience. And right. that was really great thinking about an artistic background and what maybe an artist needs to be successful and seeing how, um, you know, he struggled through that. So that was a really good right. example of just, you know, the importance of valuing difference, the importance of diversity of thought. I mean, there's a lot of those things and themes I felt like that were in the movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think I didn't even really think about it, uh, to that depth, to be honest with you in turn in that, in that way. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I told of, you I tried to bring something. To, right. To oh my discussion. goodness, Carly. Yeah. This, I guess that's what the NBA does. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I didn't think of it through that to, to an extent, obviously with him, uh, being kind of like robotic in a way, obviously he's working yeah. with robotics, but yes, him not being able to figure out, you know, what she needed or how, what she was going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or, not and even, or like, I think it was when they got to Antarctica, she had that, he had that moment of like, Oh my gosh, have I not been supportive right. as a husband? And like for him to kind of have to take that long to get to that place. I think it just shows that he's, you know, he, maybe the, that in the, that culture, it's like, you think that your way is the best way. And there's right. an example of how, you know, she's very talented, but has a very different approach to work than what he does. And that 100%. was kind of a great moment. Yeah, it, it was. I really liked that part. And he, uh, and to that point of him, uh, you know, not really understanding or looking at it through her lens, uh, you know, and he kind of alluded to this a bit where, you know, it's not just an equation. It's not like, you know, yeah. again, he's used to working with uh, robots where you put in an Numbers equation and, and you, you know, get the output. The, exactly. Sure. So for sure. um, him having to step out of that, and look at it, and because those are two completely different worlds, and, you know, and obviously, the, you know, the saying opposites attract, but you know, they were truly yeah. at different ends of the spectrum in that regard. So, 
you know, that was interesting. The mind. So I thought this was, you know, not not to the story or any themes, but mm-hmm. the thing that he was developing uh, that they showed him doing like a TED oh, talk, yeah, yes. the mind reading, like typing yeah. thing. Would you use that if that was an actual thing? I don't think I would. I, that, I, that would freak me out a little did. bit. It freaked me out too, I would say. Yeah. That, that would. Because it got like every thought. Like it wasn't just like the big picture. It no. was like. I don't know. It would be very, yeah, sporadic the way it would jump around a little bit. But no, I don't yeah. think I would. Yeah. It, uh, and it ended up being discontinued by the end of the film anyway. Right, so it exactly. wasn't going to make it anyway for us. Right. So, yeah, that that was that was a little weird. And I just I noted that, like, man, would I actually use that if it actually came out? Mm-hmm. Um, the movie got real, like, really quickly. Um, I, I feel like as soon, like, the scene with the mudslide. I feel like yes. after that and then, the, then when they're out there um, in front of the houses arguing and yelling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That from that point on, it got you know really real. Sure, that part was really sure. real, and then obviously the intervention scene too. Yeah, um, I think they were trying to really paint sort of or portray the more like normal, you know, normalness of, of their life. Honestly, right. leading up to that point, which is trying to kind of create that scene for us going into that yeah mudslide. Yeah, it was you know it was interesting, and it uh you know it took me a while to like for some of the stuff to like understand what was going on, and obviously like yeah. that's the whole point. Like you're kind of kept in the dark, and it's kind of like as the story unravels. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I do think the the pharmacy scene was really funny. Yes. Uh, that that was really funny. Uh, you know, there's a lot of humor sprinkled in here. Um, Can you imagine being that, like, fearful or traumatized by going in public? That's the thing, too, know. like, going into public, talking to people. I mean, yeah. that the, idea, the fact that you had to go in to get the prescription was, like, terrifying for right. her. Right. Like, I can't imagine you struggling with that. Yeah, no, I mean, in, in as much as I am, am definitely a, a recluse at, to some degree, I like, you know, being alone and having my alone time. I, I'm definitely not uncomfortable right. speaking to people For by sure. any means, but yeah, you that was selling it. I would say, I'd say I, it's the opposite spectrum. Of I hope so. Yeah. Last night. <laughs> I hope, I hope so. Uh, you know, I hope no one's looking at me like, Oh, Ty, you know, Ty can't speak to people. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I understand, you know, some of her anxiety, um, like with, uh, like with going on the ship. So yeah. going on the ship, that is, that is something that would, that would bring a little anxiety to me. I obviously, oh, okay. as you know, I'm not a huge, a uh, plane person, right? Uh, but but you travel quite a bit. I, I travel a ton. long way with work. We've had to do. It's I mean, yeah, it's impressive. It's really funny when I say it to people. They're like, "Well, you don't like flying," but you, yet I'm like literally traveling right. uh, every other weekend. It feels like, um, but yeah, but you know, I was watching the scene obviously where they were going up through you know quote unquote turbulence on the boat. Or it was a shaky yeah. boat, yeah. and I was like, you know what? Actually, I think boats would scare me more. I think being yeah. surrounded just by water. Well, it's hard when you're stuck because actually this movie brought up a lot of memories from our family trip to Alaska that we took a I was couple ask you about ago. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of it was like remembering that, you know, doing the research on the boat and like the setup. I was just looking yeah. up like where you're going to be sitting at dinner and all the little details before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's they really portrayed a lot of seasickness there. So I don't blame you for being stuck on a boat and it's a it's an experience for yeah sure. how how was alaska and and i mean i know it was like beautiful i saw i remember the pictures you you posted and i was like why well, like made me want to go to alaska it's, it was awesome would it's you go awesome. again i would what was neat is we did an, an uncruise so it was kind of like instead of taking a bigger boat and doing all the different port stops mm-hmm. we kind of got into nature which was awesome so like, we oh, did one cool. like hike where they just dropped us off on a boat and just like set us off into the woods to like oh, wow. make our own trail so really great family time no technology and just like a lot of quality time with the fam now, were there any, uh, like, animal scares? Like, did you see a bear? Yes, actually, we did see a bear. Yeah. Um, we did. Brock actually was great to find it on the trails. We're oh, walking, wow. and the guy didn't see it. So he kind of, like, you know, pointed, pointed out there's a bear head on the trail. And so what was unfortunate is our guide had never seen one before. Whoa. And she was really traumatized. Because what? her friend actually just got mauled by a bear the week before our trip. 
What? So yeah. So this girl, so she's like talking to the bear. She's talking to me being like, Hey, like, could you please like go to the salmon stream this way? And Brock and I are like, this is not going to work. I mean, so anyway, long story short. Yeah. We ended up like being able to step far enough away, but the way the trail went, yeah, it, it was crazy to see everyone's true colors come out because we got yeah, everyone fighting for themselves and <laughs> it was a little bit of a chaotic situation, but Hey, we paid that much for the trip. It was kind of awesome. We got to see a bear. Um, that is, that is awesome that you got to see a bear. I think, uh, yeah, that would be that would be a little traumatic. I don't I don't know how. See, I've never understood that with people uh, who go through something traumatizing like that, yeah, and then bounce back so quickly. And that that brings uh, to my uh, memory, like with the story, um, the story with was her name Bethany that was a surfer who got yes, yeah, uh, uh, soul leg? surfer, yeah, soul surfer, yes. yes. And then you go back to surfing. Like I, I could never, oh, I, I, I could never do that. So, I mean, even for that girl, obviously it didn't happen to her, but to her friend, just, there's no yeah. way I'm bouncing Oof. back the next week and going back into the woods. Oh, I know. You know, if I see a bear, like again, every man for himself, I, if I was, if I was her, obviously you are a family. So it's, you, you know, you're worried about the other people. Right. If I was her, I, I would, I would have left you all. I would have left you all so left quick. Us all. Well, the thing is you're not supposed to run. And that's what I think a lot of people want to do is run. Actually, I think oh, Louis yeah. Savona just saw, saw a bear. His mom was telling me about his interaction <laughs> with this bear and how like he ran. The oh, yep, that, yeah. And I'm like, that's like the last <laughs> thing you should do. But Oh my God. I, that's who I don't want to see a bear with is Louis. Louis I, feel, <laughs> I, I was like, Louis ran. I'm like, sweet. Oh my God. Sweet. That would be hilarious. No, I yeah. love Louis, but that would, yeah, I feel like, I feel like we definitely would get, we would get mauled. If yeah. I was well, he's got like a him. huge thing of bear spray here now. He went out and I guess he was bear ready. He's spray. ready. I know I, he's ready. He's ready from what I hear from, from his fam. So. Oh my gosh. I, I like, I, I, I'm just trying to figure out like what type of spray would you know, protect honestly, you from a bear. Like no spray helps with that. So the, I, maybe it like is something to, I don't even know to like put on. If you get close enough to, yeah, but you're going to be screwed. It's going to happen. You're going to get, yeah, oh especially God, if you get between like a mama and her cubs, like yeah. that's where you really got to watch out. So. And I'm trying to think of what level spray could harm a bear, but not a human. You know, I you know really what I mean? call it a spray harm. It's more like a, a, or is dist- a distraction repellent? or diversion. Is probably. it that? Okay, got I mean, it. a repellent, like what, throwing some bug spray on you yeah, be good. <laughs> I'm thinking it's probably not The bear that. gets up to you and he's like, oh, he's wait, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I can't go any closer because that smell is really bothering me. Like, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. I'm like, I can't, I like, can't wait to talk to him about it. Oh, I just I can heard only... the story. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. But oh, like a champ. He's always. doing a lot of traveling too. I've seen on like Instagram and stuff like that. He's gone to some cool places. So yeah, he's got cool. a great job and is really, I think, having fun awesome. out in California. That's good stuff. Um, the, the setting of this movie. So obviously in Seattle and it's like, Again, I think going with like her mental state, it's like very cloudy. Lots of rain. Lots of rain. And obviously yep. Seattle's known for that anyway. Yes. But it's definitely played up here in the movie. Uh, I was super confused with the state of their home. At first, obviously, yeah. we understood a little bit more as, as the movie went on, as we did with a lot of the things like, you know, uh, Manjula. You know, you're like, who is this Manjula? And then right. obviously it comes out. Uh, that she's being conned and all that stuff, but um, which also side note, I do think uh, the the idea of a virtual assistant isn't the worst thing. I know uh, she got a lot correctly. done, but it was kind of interesting though. Yeah, she got a lot done for. Her. I mean, yeah. she like didn't have to like order anything. Yeah, that, like, that, that would be the whole Amazon Prime thing, but you're not even touching it. You got someone ordering for you. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't hate that. Um, <laughs> if I was busy, like obviously, she, at it was point. crazy too how technology her talking into the phone. I mean, that's you know talking into right? the phone like. That's why I was surprised that at the point in the movie, there was never a point where her husband or someone overheard these conversations. Cause it was so I was like, I was like, that, man, yeah. like if you're 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be talking probably quite no. that loudly to my phone if no, not at the all. The stuff she was talking about, but yeah, I'd be. I definitely would be paranoid that someone would be listening. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was yeah the state of their home, the way how like it was just like an abandoned home that they yeah. were living in, and obviously you know it's you, there was a, a lot of blame put on her, but I'm like. You know, the father, too. Like, I mean, at what point do you come home and you say, okay, enough is enough. Like, I'm going to go on and get, like, take some initiative to get, like, I get it. You have work and stuff. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, you all have been there for the last, what, 18 years or however long they've been in Seattle. 20 years they said they've been in Seattle. Right, right. I mean, that's a long time to let a house just go array like that. And I wasn't sure if it's kind of symbolic just of the brokenness of of her life. And, obviously, as we talked about with her passionate for architecture and creating things right i feel like it was just her rebellion stage yeah the fact that there's yeah, like grass 100%. and stuff growing up underneath the carpet it's yeah, yeah. It's, i think it has something to do with just her her overall state and her yeah yeah she's struggling it, with but yeah it definitely was was playing into that uh and even with the you know um they kept drawing attention to the plant that was growing under the carpet yes. that she cut out and then was trying yes. to still like nurture yeah it's um, true that's a good point so i think that they definitely played into that kind of her creativity um, that might've been, um, you know, kind of underneath that exterior of like mm. her just being antisocial and, um, being just really cruel in general. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was, I think it was drawing a, uh, a, a comparison to that, but, um, that downtown library looked really cool in Seattle. It did look sweet. Have you ever been yeah. to Seattle? You know, I haven't actually, I haven't yeah. made it out there. How about you? I haven't. It's, it's a place that I do, um, I, that is on the list. I actually, I forgot that Microsoft actually until right now talking through it, that Microsoft was based in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I remember I hired a girl for, as an, uh, what was she? She's an ambassador uh, at one of my jobs that um, had an internship with Microsoft and she was in Seattle. Oh, it was, sweet. It was for, okay. uh, it, she was uh, going to UCLA. So that's where the the uh, ambassador program was going to be, you know, mm-hmm. where she was going to be for the year. But I do remember chatting with her and she's like, oh yeah, I'm at, you know, she's really, really smart, obviously. And she was like, I'm in Seattle for an internship, you know, or whatever. So, yeah. um, so it made me just think about that. Um, also, uh, back to food for a quick second. Uh, there was a scene where they were showing how she, uh, she did the construction for uh, the Team Disney building in Burbank, California, uh, right outside of L.A. Um, I have seen that building. It is a really okay. cool building. Uh, one of my good friends that lives out there used to live in Burbank. Oh, nice. Um, first time I went out to visit him in L.A., we obviously I stayed there. And uh, when we walked around, we went to uh, – there's an area in Burbank where there's a Chipotle right next to a Pinkberry, right next to a movie theater. Wow, so, it's like your dream all in a row. And he moved, and I remember saying to him, like, what were you thinking? Like, you were so close to a Chipotle and a Pinkberry right next to each right, other. Right, like, what were you looking uh, for? You got the movie theater right there. It's like, what are you doing? So, um, you know, Pinkberry also, uh, if you go there, you know, again, this yeah. might just become a food podcast, but – what if you go to Pinkberry, get the pomegranate. Get the pomegranate uh, froyo. That is, it's fire. Yeah, right. And that one in Burbank, it's not anymore, but it used to be the only one in LA where you could do self serve. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so Pinkberry does it behind difference. the counter now, but mm. that was one of the only ones where you could still self serve. So, um, so RIP to that pink to Burbank uh, Pinkberry. Who Sweet. They no longer do that. Um, but yeah, would you go to Antarctica? So I know you said you went to Alaska and that you'd go back. Antarctica, yeah. is that, I know that's a little bit of a different trip. A little different. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if it'd be as high on my list. I think yeah. Alaska, we got some good variety. I mean, it was hard. We didn't see the sun for the full eight days we were there. All really overcast, really dreary, kind of has yeah. a Seattle vibe to it. So I okay. would say probably not super high on my list. I think I'd go other places before in Antarctica. Yeah, no, that's that's. How fair. about you? I mean, is it hot? You don't love the cold. I mean, what do you I don't think? love the cold, so I, I mean that one would be out for me okay. very quickly. Sure. Very I, quickly. Uh, yeah, Antarctica is a no. Also, I'd be kind of paranoid to 
where I could only get there via like multiple forms of well, transportation. Well, that's the other thing. It freaked me out in Juneau. We were in Juneau and it's like the road ends and you have nowhere else to go. So yeah. that was really unnerving for us. Like we drove to the end of the road. I'm like, gosh, there's like nothing else here. You yeah. can't leave. I mean, it was kind of unnerving. You can't leave. That would, that would freak me out if like something goes south. Yes. It's like, like if I'm stuck there, like let's say right now, uh, there's like, hey, we have to ground all planes and there's no, and we can't do anything with, like you can't ride on a boat. I'd be like, well, okay. Like I'd be, like if like, I was in East Lansing right now, I'd be like, okay, cool. Nothing I do like require, like if right. I need to get to my parents, I could drive to Florida. It'd be a long drive, be, but I could get yeah, there. Right. If I need to see my family, my, the rest of my family, I can drive to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I could drive to Philadelphia where my sister's at. But that like feeling, I would feel stuck. Yeah, so that, that's that how, I think it's almost like, and you probably would be fine if you didn't know, but it's like the fact that you recognize that you're stuck, it yeah. almost makes it so much worse. Yeah, I would I would definitely, whenever I go somewhere, I'm always thinking of like an exit strategy. Oh, really? Um, it, I don't know. It's always, Which is interesting. Yeah. What does that say about you? Wow. Yeah, let's break the psychology down. Break I don't know. Break it down. Interesting. Um, I never knew that about you. Always looking for yeah. an exit. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, it, that's <laughs> how, that sounds worse. That sounds like you <laughs> had a really traumatizing childhood. I, right? Like I know. And I, and I didn't actually had a really good childhood. but uh, I thought so, yeah. I I don't know. I've always been and I, as a child. I was like that too. Like I've, I've always been very cautious. So you'd, like, show to like, you'd like go to like a Disney show at, you know, in, in Orlando and you'd be like looking for the exit. Not necessarily like that extreme. Like I wouldn't okay. get in and be like, where is it at? But, um, okay. but my, my family actually laugh about like, I'm always like in thought, like my thought process of like, I mean, even as a kid, uh-huh. uh, like if I'm in a situation, just like, what would be like, the like exit? Like it would be like, okay. Hey Ty, like what if something, this happened? I'd be like, Oh, I already thought about, like, right, I go out that, that back covered. door to the okay. left. Like, I don't know why. I was always, I've always been like a super cautious person. Okay. Uh, my dad and sister are more daredevil ish. Okay. Um, but but I'm definitely more on the side of like you know. Does your mom also kind of fall on that side? You uh, more more. She, okay. She's she's more towards me. Not probably sure. not as bad as I am with it as okay. far as just being paranoid for that type of stuff. But yeah, <laughs> always. I never liked uh, elevators. Okay. Felt I would always take the steps. Mm. Um, as a kid, I'm, ba- I'm now I'm fine with you it or whatever. It. I still cool. think about what would I do if it stuck, but if yeah. it got stuck, but I don't know what. But yes, that uh, that kind of answers why Antarctica would not be top of the list. Sure. For me, um, again with the cold. Uh, another thing with Manjula, real quick, yeah. that would piss me off. Uh, thinking about transportation, the Sky Miles, and they're like, yeah, she flew over on my Sky Miles. Yeah. That you know, again. Wiping out the bank is one thing, but don't steal my sky miles. You know, what's like crazy? That's she didn't even wipe out the bank. I'm like, she went for the sky miles. So that was like the right. first hit, which I thought was very. Maybe she's trying to slide under the radar, but I thought it was funny. She didn't even like go into the bank account. Yeah, she was just yeah. hitting the sky miles to get the across sky the miles. I was like, I like, I would be so pissed because I take a lot of pride in my Delta sky miles mm. that I've that I've accrued over time. So, um, and definitely use those for free flights. I've I've gotten, I think I've done two free round trips Ooh, off of my sky wow. miles so far and i still have like enough juice in the tank for another wow. like maybe two have so thought of, now when you use your sky miles do you think about using them for a fun trip or like how do you decide where you're gonna go or it's like oh i'm gonna be going to florida for a game you know i'm just gonna use it to not spend money kinda, on that flight how does that go for you yeah it's kind of it's kind of that like okay. and where i'm at like like financially if it's like huh, this is a pretty good month i haven't spent money on a lot of other stuff yeah. i'll just buy the flight okay that's but fair. if it's like you know i've been spending a lot on sneaks then like sneaks, maybe like I need how to, many pairs in the last three weeks oh uh, four pairs it's, an, Man, it's insane four pair. it's insane yeah so I, i've been going kind of crazy on the sneaker game so i need to I all need to nike chill out. 
all Nike. Yeah, all Nike. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, okay. I. I mean, I will. I will go outside of the Nike box at times. Okay. I do have one pair of Adidas Ultra Boost. Mm. Um, very comfortable. Um, I do have that. I do have one pair of Adidas Crazy Eights. It was okay. Kobe was with Adidas. For those that don't know, Kobe was with Adidas before he went with Nike. Sure. And it's his shoes. Uh, not a huge Kobe fan, but I do like these shoes. Um, I got these several years ago, so I have those. Mm-hmm. We gotta get like a shoe closet. You can display all these. Cause I was oh, I was have at your place, and I feel like it wasn't. Fully oh, I gotta show you a picture. Oh, you got it all updated. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I wow. have. Uh, actually, I don't. Actually, I don't have a safe picture. I'll send you one today. Please do. Like I'd home. love to see. I the got. Uh, I got shelves. There. Oh yeah, you have to be able it's, to see what yeah. you got. I mean, yeah, it's boxes easier. just isn't working. It no, I got rid of all the all the boxes are gone. To show the whole case. Wow, that's impressive. So you're also gone. not moving anytime soon because you set up house. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but but yeah. So um, so yeah. So I do have the I do have the uh, the shelves now. So those look Sweet. good. Um, I I think Bernadette. Uh, you know, I think it speaks to how sometimes people are just misunderstood. Again, mm-hmm. going that, like, just not looking at, you know, not looking at just your your lens. Um, but, you know, you think about it, and, you, you know, obviously as you get more detail on her background and what she yeah. went through and what led her to Seattle and what led her to this mental state, um, you know, again, they, they mentioned her, her miscarriages, which I, I won't say they glossed over, but they focused way more on her failure as an architect than they did, like, like that alone. Like on her life experience, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I, I think I think she said what she had four miscarriages or three maybe. Four, yeah. And and I said, you know, why? Like that alone could break a person. Mm-hmm. You know, let you know, forget the professional side of things. But you then know. your actual daughter, the, so she's born, but she has yeah. all these health issues. So yeah, then, and yeah. then the husband talks about like him, her throwing, her, you know, Burnett throwing herself into raising this child and, and helping her live. But that's got to be, yeah, like I said, traumatizing going from four miscarriages to yeah. having. You know, a child that's you know struggling and trying to trying to fight for their life a little bit. Yeah, and 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 you know he he brought up her, you know again throwing herself or dedicating her life to, um, to Bernadette and her health. I'm sorry, not Bernadette. B, uh, in her health or her daughter. Um, and, and kind of said it as like a knock. And mm. you know I get that that can't be her full life. However, if you know you're a hundred percent dedicated to work and you're gone all the right, time, right. And you have a daughter with health issues. And she's still, you know, I, she was, uh, again, just in, they showed that she was applying and got into boarding school for high right, school. Right. I mean, this girl's not even, you know, a, a freshman in high school yet. Right. So I think it's very plausible for her to be as concerned as she is about, you know, about B. So, um, you know, I, I, I definitely, I'm not even a parent yet. And I, and I can imagine that being, mm-hmm. you know, that that's very, I feel like common. Mm-hmm. You know, there I know people who are obsessed with their kids now who have no health issues. Right. Oh, um, right. If they're single children, but, you know. Um, having gone through that, I think could speak to a lot of it. And it was neat how they portrayed like the father's therapy session, like with yeah. the actual therapist and then had Bernadette talking to the Dean. I think it was of USC, like the architecture school, yes. but, but just seeing how like when she's in the right context with the right people, I mean, she was like an open book and you almost didn't recognize her. Yeah. And it was really neat how they kind of paralleled those two, both meeting that was with interesting. someone. I was like, gosh, like here's her therapist. And you know. I don't know. Hearing the two perspectives was really interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it was. It was like her own version of therapy. Yeah, okay. so it was yeah. easy. Like she was like an open, open. Yeah, with Lawrence Fishburne when he was there, that was. I thought that was good too to show that like, hey, she's not nuts. Like she's she's aware of what's going on to an extent. Right. Um. Obviously, she might have just not realized that you just simply need to create something. Is kind of what the solution kind of was for her. Um. Is that you're misunderstood and you know Lawrence Fishburne again being an old friend and someone who's from the same. Uh, cut from the same cloth, so to speak, as her as far as their profession, could notice and recognize, hey, you know, you're not crazy. I know you. Right. You know, you're going through What's all this stuff. On? You're you're exactly. going through Seattle, through all this stuff. 
you just need to create. Right. So, um, so I thought that was cool to see her version of therapy and show that, Hey, she's not against getting help or talking through some things. It just needs to be on her terms. Yeah. Um, and everyone needs a different form of therapy where that was for him, what worked for him. But again, going to that, through that thought process and theme of, you know, hey, what works for one person might not work for another. So but I think also the communication, I feel like that was also really yeah. I mean, it was kind of lacking in general. It's just like, again, going back to perceptions and how you think or perceive something versus yes. the reality. And so a lot of it was like they weren't communicating. So when they went to dinner, like the conversation was like kind of more him attacking her of like, yeah. you need help. Like what's going on with you instead of like thinking about maybe what drives her, what makes her, you know, her, right. her passions and going that route. So it's interesting just to see the way they kind of struggle to communicate. Yep. Um, after they both had those really big successes at him at Microsoft and then her through her um, architecture career, it was interesting to see once the, the good stuff went away, what happened right. to that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was good. It was really good to see that. Um, I think it's tough that like whenever you put someone in, uh, you know, mental rehabilitation and uh, especially when it's against their will, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough. And as I was watching and I've, and I've seen that done before, um, in actual in, in actual real life so it is interesting because it's like when do you realize when when do you make that decision of especially if the person's unwilling to go mm. of hey they need help or hey they're just misunderstood and in this case, situ- yeah. situation she probably did like she need to talk to someone i don't know if rehab sure. was necessary but she definitely need to talk to someone but you know in the movie you're they're showing you her perspective obviously mm-hmm. she's the focal point right um so you're siding you're naturally siding with her right um but you know, it's trying to you're trying to figure out like, does she need it? Like you know, even as the audience, you're like, maybe she does need to go, or yeah. maybe she just misunderstood. Needs to create like you, you know, you don't know. So I think that's really tough for families to figure out that. Um, and I thought it was executed really well in the movie. I thought it. I thought the it intervention. was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought the intervention, the way it went, was re- really realistic. Yeah, it, it I wasn't agree. dramatized, I and agree. I think like that was a very great depiction of how that situation would actually go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was done tastefully, and I thought that the movie through and through was just very realistic. Um, obviously, there's parts where it's like, okay, that's kind of funny or, like, that's silly. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't think it's out of the box. I don't right. think it's out of the box. And also, you know, another thing that was um, – it, it wasn't the main point, but uh, that, you know, money buy, can't buy happiness. Obviously, they're very well off. For sure. Um, money's not a, a huge deal to them. You know, they kind of, she kind of does whatever she wants to do, mm-hmm. um, has a lot of them that freedom. Uh, and it was just more about their happiness. Um, yep. and they were just so miserable in that, you know, in that house. And, and, uh, so that, that was interesting too. Um, but yeah. Sweet. That's a good, good review there. Of yeah. Right. Real, I was, real life experience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was just, that was interesting. Um, I, I do have to say though, if someone tried to put me in a, uh, mental institution. in a mental institution in my current state. And again, I, I don't believe that I, I don't think so. I don't think I need it. I don't know. In your you current know. state. Okay. My current state. I would, I would plot against them for the rest of my life. Like I would, like you would try to get even, I would like get, get even. them into I would get a them. mental institution. I don't know if I would, I would do something, something like even, this is okay. my, this is my, like how I think they're really like, mature yeah. response to someone asking that you're helping you get help. A hundred percent. hundred percent would be like, if, like if, if you do something to me and I feel like it's like with ill intent, then it's, it's I'm going to try to get you back All the right. whole, yeah. And I, and I'll plot too. Like I, I'm more of a, I'm not like a instant get you back. Like I need to get you back right now. Yeah. It's like, I might get you back in five years, but it's going to, it's going to be gonna meticulous. Be good when it it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be good. So I, I was thinking that too. Like, man, if someone did that to me, like I, like I was already thinking like I would do this and then like plot to get them. Like, <laughs> especially if I felt like it was, if it was not just right. Sure. 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 So, and, and I don't know, I, like I said, that kind of goes back to the point of like, 
When do was, you know? Was yeah. the husband? Yeah, do you know? So that was. I think tough. for her in her case though, she needed whether it was an actual in inpatient experience. She needed a couple of days as a touch point, whether it's for mm-hmm. her cre- creative standpoint or just like mentally to kind of take a step back. Because I do understand like the concern of her being out in society or out on her own. Yeah. With how she would have been acting. Yeah. Some of that behavior didn't really line up in terms no. of you know She's going like after the neighbor, in the pharmacy, yeah. like yeah, taking naps in the pharmacy when she yeah. can't sleep at night and all that good stuff. Yeah. The the neighbor, you know, and I and I like Kristen Wiig in this role. Kristen mm-hmm. Wiig is hilarious. She is. Um and uh and I thought that was interesting too of you know it wasn't it wasn't a one sided film. You know, it wasn't we're going to like get you to really love Bernadette and nothing's wrong with her. Yes, that's good. Or, you know, and on the other side, it wasn't, you know, she's just a menace and everything she does is wrong. It was, you could really see both sides in a lot of situations. Mm-hmm. So like with the neighbor instance with, uh, you know, the, her collapsing, you know, the, the mudslide. Yeah. You know, you're looking at it like she kind of did ask for it and the neighbor is annoying, but Bernadette, you knew better. And like she, was, she hit her. Kristen Wiig hit her with some real truth of like yeah. you know like the, moving to the neighborhood. Like you know you buy this fancy house and you're still never gonna fit. I mean she hit her and you could look at Bernadette's face and see yeah. it was sinking in a little bit. So yeah, it was a real real turning point. Yeah, and then the daughter gets out, which I love. That I, was I love fantastic. That that was amazing. The daughter gets out the car and then defends her and yep. then is going off and then again hits her with some good points. You don't even know your own son. Yeah, right. You know all this stuff. So um, I thought that that was again and that's obviously a lot of things that you know will trigger a parent is you talk about their kids you know mm-hmm. Bernadette obviously was triggered but she was you know kind of impartial to all the things she was saying about her specifically right but then when she drove drug B into it right that's then that's when she really, really snapped yeah um so I thought that was I thought that was a, a great scene and like I said that's when things got real and it was kind of like you know we're done being passive aggressive we're just gonna oh, put it sure. all on the floor yeah um but I, I do love her uh I do love her uh character in this I thought it was good they had Kristen Wiig she's great um and her son like her, oh, <laughs> her yeah. son smoking like yeah. vaping in the house during her party and stuff like that uh I, you know i don't smoke but if i did i feel like i still wouldn't vape because it just looks so stupid mm-hmm. like and that's to, to anyone who listens who vapes i think you look stupid when you do it I, I, it just it just it doesn't look cool like it's Which like is what life's about right to always look cool it's about looking cool like at least at least cigarettes look cooler than vaping wow so we're really having this you're having yeah, this conversation yeah. with me <laughs> right uh <laughs> cigarettes at least look cooler than vaping i'm not saying cigarettes look cool but you know they look cooler than vaping vaping just looks lame so i mean health health side effects aside <laughs> like try to look cool at least okay so you'd like so, to think you'd look cool with a cigarette versus more okay. more cool that right. i still don't think necessarily i look cool okay um, i think you look really cool without any of that stuff that's you what i think i you know and that's what i opted to you know that's, good. that's, that's a good I, look for you i opted not to do any of it but if i did and I had to choose. Mm. I'd take cigarette Which might over happen vaping. in the next few years. So Who knows? I might have to choose. Someone might say, Todd, you have to choose right now. Vapor cigarette. Gun to your head. Which yeah. one are you going to go for? <laughs> uh, going to go with the cigarette. But, uh, but yeah, so that was, uh, that him, you know, him, his involvement uh, was funny. Uh, boarding school seems horrible. I don't, I've never understood going to boarding yeah, school. Yeah, or just sending your kid off and it's just yeah. she really wanted to go, but it was more maybe more perception of what her parents' stories Want that it. were told and what they wanted. But I agree. I think that'd be really hard because you're going off to college pretty soon anyway. So it's like yeah. get eight full years away. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It that would be that would be rough. Um, Christian Wig is a parent. I I uh, so like PT like the PTO parents are super involved. I actually look forward to being in PTO one day. Oh yeah, like, I, I would actually l- right. enjoy being in PTO. Uh, what job or what role are you hoping to get? So that's the thing that's tough. Like it's I would just have to be in a place with work. Like I always pictured, I always picture like I'll be at a point when I have kids that are like in 
five, six, seven, eight years old. Sure. I'll I'll have I'll be in a place in my business where I can like work from home. Mm. So I have it rolling I think in a you're good already point. Hitting there a little bit. You're already reaching that stride. I hope so. Which is impressive. I hope so. Uh, I hope I get to a point where it's like it's just, I have my own thing. And I have someone like I have a good team that's running it. I'm still run, I, I'm still very much involved in the day to day, but it's more at home. And I go into the office maybe like, mm, uh, nice. you know, a couple of days a week or out of the sure. month. Um, and then that way I could be like a stay at home dad who's working from home. Sweet, yeah. So I can Present like still take the, the kids, kids to home, like Love still it. go to everything. So that's how I picture it. And then in that role, then I could also do like PTO stuff. Absolutely. So that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but. I do know about myself. It would be tough for me to be in a supportive role if I didn't like, if I had like a Kristen wig, if a Kristen wig was the president, then I know that my natural instinct would be to overthrow her. Right. Um, So I would have to, that would be the women. Yeah. I've heard the women in PTO. You got to be careful. Yeah. Careful. What kind of women you have. I'd either have to be, I'd either, yeah, I'd either have to be like, Respect the top dog, sure, or be the top dog. So I think you have to be the top dog. So I might have to go for that. PTO president one day. I'm campaigning for PTO PTO president. Yeah, I don't even have I don't even have a a girlfriend, wife, or kids, but I'm I'm campaigning for PTO president. So just know that I'm know that I'm ready. I'm gonna show this episode when I am a parent and be like, look, look, I've been listen to this. Look how dedicated I was back then. Look at the work I've been doing for you. (laughs) Put this commercial on like the announcements in the morning. Oh yeah. The kids are like, what is this? Your dad's so weird. Um. But uh, but yeah, also a super funny scene when they have like all the suburban uh, white kids. There was one black kid singing the Kenyan pop song. Oh gosh, oh, that my was God. so bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> that was hilarious. I could um, sense something was coming with where they put them by the window. Yeah. Like, oh no, this is not going to end well. They're talking about diversity and global perspective, yeah. and then they're going to just get taken out by this month's life. Yeah, luckily, it, it came through the front door because I thought it was coming through that window. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So luckily, nothing happened to the kids. But I thought that was just a funny. Yeah. Like we're talking about global diversity, and they like span. It's like all white parents, and then one <laughs> black kid. It was a really funny, um, really funny scene. Um, B. You know, I love. I loved all the scenes with B. She I loved every scene with the passion. daughter. She had passion. She just was such a like a lovely kid. I mean, it was she was giving her father the blues, uh, and I was like, oh man, she keeps hitting him hard here. But like, the dad around, probably though. needed to it hear has it. To turn around is what I'm thinking. I'm yeah, sure. you knew. You knew it had to. You knew it had to be like a coming together moment yes, at the end, which absolutely. which we had and which was really beautiful. But uh, but B. Um, all the scenes with her, just like it, like her and her mother in the car singing, her mom coming was, to her concert, like all of them were just really heartfelt moments. You could just so, see their relationship, despite all of what Burnett was going through. You could still see how important her daughter was to yeah. her through all that through those little moments. And that was great, is that she didn't allow that to affect her relationship with her daughter. Yeah. So I thought that was the best thing. And again, I mean, obviously that's what the husband said that she, you know, really just threw herself into vicariously living mm-hmm. through her daughter, but. Um, but you see that and it was just really heartfelt and I, I just loved all those moments. They just felt so genuine. The acting was really, was really do, uh, done well, mm-hmm. uh, in the movie. So I appreciate that. Um, LG, you know, again, I tried to put myself in his shoes in a way he kind of sucked. He mm-hmm. did kind of suck. Um, mm-hmm. I understood some of what he was doing, but uh, most of it, I was just like, ah, oh, like LG, like what, you're missing the mark here. Like yep. I see, like, it's almost like. I get like I got him to like an extent and then he would just take a left like and it's like, nope, I can't I can't condone any of that. Mm -hmm. Um, He was very calm for someone whose wife was going through some of the stuff or like even when she left and he's like, she'll come back when when she's ready. Yeah, that was weird. That was a weird moment. Like Like, it was almost relax. She'll be back when she's ready. I'm like, that's not that's your wife. Like your wife or your daughter. No. So, I mean, he had a lot of he had a lot of pitfalls in this movie where I was like, 
man, you you know, you really suck. And I'm really glad mm-hmm. they didn't go the route of him having an affair with the assistant. I know, that would have really just so easily happen. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's hard. It would have thrown the movie off. It and really, I think it, it would have taken, taken away, from, away exactly yes. from the main theme of why we're there. Exactly. So I'm glad they didn't do that. I thought it was important, though, to see, like, how, you know, she was saying, or even though Bernadette was in the wrong in some stuff, how she was saying, hey, like, don't let the, what she called them, the Nats, yeah, uh, the Nats, Nats influence yes. you and, yes. you know, calling her a Nat and him, you know, siding with her, yeah, uh, like, and yeah. again, like kind of proving her point, but, mm-hmm. you know, and then him end up, you know, quitting from his job at the end or whatever. So I thought yeah. that they kind of came full circle and they did it in a way where it wasn't, again, take, like I said, take away from the full mm-hmm. point. But I wonder though, cause I, 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 the whole him leaving his job was really interesting and kind of caught me off guard, which yeah. I think is great. He's going to give more time to his family, yeah. but it was kind of like showing, okay, can they not both be successful at work yeah. to be a successful couple and family? Because it's like, okay, now they're going to put her first yeah, and then he's going to take it back, back burner. So maybe it's, true. I don't know what they're trying to show there where they can't both be working and successful in that moment. Granted, she's going to be gone for five weeks, so we need the dad home, but it's kind of interesting how they did that too. Yeah, you know, that that is true. I wish it would have, you know, I kind of do wish it would have. Like power couple, power family going after it a little bit. Yeah, maybe he just says, hey, I'm going to take some days to work from home or something like that. Right, exactly. Or hey, I'd like want to be in this merger or whatever, the reorg, I'd like to be moving to a different role when I'm around more, you know, something like that. Versus like, no, I'm just going to tap out. I'm good. (laughs) Like, just take me off the... That is a good point. Guy. Yeah, they don't. They yeah, they didn't have to portray it like, hey, it's only one. Only one person can succeed. Uh, right. But I didn't think about that. But that is true. Um, and I think that does happen, or is the conversation a lot of times mm-hmm. with with couples. Um, sure. Where like only one person can be like. Because there's always born. always sacrifices. So figuring out is there a way to sacrifice where you're both getting some of what you're passionate about and what you want to do in life too. Right. You have to. Uh, mm-hmm. You have to. And um, your parents are, I think, like a great example of that, too, watching yeah. your mom and what she's working on and your dad. 100%. I mean, it's a great, yeah, great example of that. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, everyone in every marriage relationship is different how you compromise. Mm-hmm. And I, it's 50-50, but it's not always the same type of 50-50. Exactly, exactly. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a great, great point. And I think that now, like, you know, my parents just being one example, not going into a crazy amount of detail, mm-hmm. you know, they, they – their 50-50 evolves as you have kids and then they graduate and then move on. So but they, I love because I see them encouraging each other. And what 100%, they're passionate yeah. About and that just shows a really good foundation for their marriage. Yeah, it's and what's, what's great about my family, not just going like I mean, a, they are a, a awesome, psychological so breakdown <laughs> of my family, but what's great about the four of us is that no one, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, not even in regards to this film, but what, what has made us great um, at supporting each other is no one's, talent passion job has ever eclipsed anyone else's Mm -hmm. um we all have very strong personalities and no one whether it's my dad's coaching like you know i've seen families where especially in his profession where everyone is just super obsessed with that like the Mm -hmm. fact that their their father's coaching or um or you know my mom has always been super involved in uh in um in our church mm-hmm. and stuff like that and whether it's like you know being a director at our church or or running our church's nonprofit or yep. you know doing stuff with the boys and girls club she's now on the board for the boys and girls club uh for that southern region of florida and like georgia area mm-hmm. so again very involved in doing a lot of stuff but like that was never more important than, than my father's career my yeah. father's career was never more important than like when i was in high school running track or my I sister that. I love that. doing yep. dance like mm-hmm. her dance recitals were or dance competitions were equally as important yeah. as going to an MSU game That's awesome. and going to, you know, if my mom had an event at church or had a banquet that she put on or a fundraising, that was never, that was the most important thing at that time. Right, it was, was never, never more, it wasn't burner. more important than my track meet or my track meet wasn't more important. Yeah. Like, so everyone's, everyone got like equal amount of respect in what they were doing. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so, and that, and that still stays true now, you know, as we've moved on to do different things yeah. and as adults. So that was that, I think that was very key is like, no one had to take a back burner. There was no one mm-hmm. who, who felt neglected or, you know, we were all really into this one thing. It was like, yeah. no, every, everyone's thing is everyone's doing their own thing and everyone appreciates what everyone else is doing. So, um, you know, I hope that I do the same thing with my kids. It's like, Hey, no matter, and it didn't really matter what I did. You know, if I decided mm-hmm. like, I want to go in like crocheting, like everyone would They're make me feel, yeah, even if, even if they couldn't care less about crocheting, they would make me feel like oh, for sure. the crocheting was the coolest thing ever at the time. Right. And they'd be hyping it up and they tell all their friends to come and support crocheting and like oh, they sure. buy they'd my blankets. Like if, cro- yeah. Crocheting club and yeah. hundred percent. They, they would. On. So that was, that's the really cool thing um, about them. But, uh, but yeah, back to the themes for the, for the movie, uh, Never meet your heroes is one of them. With just briefly with the with the girl who met her in the library. Uh, yeah, that was that was rough. <laughs> that was brutal. Really rough. Oh, I always think about like there's a few people on my list of like I really would like to meet them mm-hmm. uh, at some point in my lifetime. Uh, LeBron by probably being number one on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't know LeBron is if you don't know me or if you if you know anything about me, you know I love LeBron uh, and Chipotle. Um, it's, it goes like those are those two. It's, it's right two. up there. It's Top like two. God, and then like my family's probably tied like, with Chipotle and LeBron. Wow, and that's Nike. A lot. Like those, Ooh. like those four are probably like right along the same line. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that that's definitely one of those. AI is also Allen Iverson. Uh, is is high on that list. Probably he's probably a little bit higher than even LeBron. Uh, to be honest, he's he's my favorite player of all time. But yes, I always do think about what if you meet these people and they're like jerks. Mm. Like that would suck. Like that right. would just or I, if it, they have an issue socially, like we saw with her. Like yeah, what if your idol like can't communicate? Yeah, yeah. Or if they're really awkward in person, so that yeah. would you know if I catch them on a bad day, like that would that ruin would my entire perception. Your whole, exactly, your whole perception um, of them. Like really quickly, a story about um, when I went to so Lily Allen. Uh, is a is a pop artist in the UK, um, fairly popular, very popular over there. Um, probably some declining popularity now, but she she's really popular. Probably like decade ago, she was mm-hmm. coming out with a lot of hits. Anyway, she's one of my favorite pop artists of all time. Probably top ten, maybe top five. Uh, so anyway, she was she recently came out with an album last year. I believe that came out last year, maybe two years ago. Now something like that. It was last year. It was last year, last spring. Um, so she went on tour, uh, came to Detroit. I went oh, to go see sweet. her, went to the concert, uh, bought a balcony seat, which was more also bought a, some, uh, some merch and a vinyl because if I, if you bought vinyl before a oh, vinyl, I, heard, I think I heard this story. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. Like, yeah. Your viewers are going to want to hear this one. I remember, yeah, it was, it was a rough one. I remember the vinyl. I it bought was, a vinyl, oof. uh, so that yeah. I could get, so if you bought merch before the show, then you got to meet her. You got to be first to meet her after the show. Yes. Uh, so sure enough, got all this stuff, um, sat there amazing show um then halfway probably halfway through the show she was like hey i have to she had to keep stopping in between songs or even sometimes during songs to go do like nasal spray and like take Mm -hmm. some medicine because her voice was just really uh, she was really sick she was really sick she was trying to power through so anyway ends up having it in the concert early she's probably and i and i follow so before i go to concerts i I look up setlist fm so look it up setlist fm if you want to know the setlist prior to the show sweet um, so I like doing that because then I know when to expect when my jams are coming. Uh, I just can prep ready. myself. I, I make a playlist for it before I go to a concert. So anyway, I did the same thing with Lily Allen. Uh, so I'm like, yes, my like one of her songs. Coming like up. It's coming, coming up. up. Like she did Smile, which is my favorite Lily Allen song of all time. So I got to see that. I recorded part of it. So that was hype. 
Uh, Apple was my favorite song on her past album, which was coming up. She didn't get to it. She had to. She mm. said, "I'm so sorry." She started crying. So sorry. I've never done this before. I have to. Can't. I have to end the show early because, like, my so they're sick, telling yeah. me like I'm just so sick. I'm gonna lose my voice. I'm so sorry. I cries. Goes off the stage. So I'm like, she's like, oh, okay, I better go get in line because I gotta go meet her quick. I'm sorry, are you kidding me? So I go down there. I said, are she still doing a meet and greet? And they said, yeah, she's still doing a meet and greet. You can go down. Like you already bought merch, you can go down. I get down there. I'm the first one in line. So I'm the first one in line. That's a great place. To I'm be. like, oh my god, I'm so hyped up. Like I've been a Lily Allen fan since I was in sixth grade. So I'm like, I, like I didn't even know what to do with myself. Right. So I, I uh, I'm waiting, and then sure enough, security guard comes over to me. He's like, hey man, I'm so sorry. She left. Like she's not doing a meet and greet mm. anymore. Like I said, she's like, she was just so like distraught or whatever. And I'm like, she's distraught. Like I'm distraught. I got half a show and I didn't even get to meet her. Yeah, all this merch. So then I was like, I tried to be like sympathetic and like, no, Hey, like she's going through a lot. This must be a lot for her. But like, (laughs) I've been waiting for this moment for over a decade. You were in line first. That's a really hard position to be in. So it was, it was rough. But, uh, so again, never meet your heroes. Cause sometimes you, you actually won't meet them and they disappoint you. Like Lily mm-hmm. Allen disappointed me. Still love you, Lily Allen. Um, still <laughs> would love to meet her. Uh, still one of my favorite artists of all time, but, uh, but that was rough. Um, but yeah, back to the conversation about, uh, you know, if you don't do what you love, then I think you're kind of rendered useless in mm-hmm. my opinion. And that, that kind of is what happened with her, you know, and unfortunately I think there's so many people who go through their entire lives and never find what their thing is, mm-hmm. like what they're meant to do, sure. um, unfortunately. Uh, and, I, and I just never want to, I never want to be that or, or see, you know, again, I think I know what I'm meant to do and meant to be. Sure. Um, like I have a vision of what it is. Uh, and, you know, sometimes I communicate and sometimes some things I just keep to myself and like, okay, I just want to see this thing through. But, you know, one of my biggest fears is if I were to die without getting, like, doing all the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, all the things that I feel like I'm meant to do. Mm-hmm. If I were to, like, life to be cut short before that. Or if you get to the end of your life and you're like, wow, I just never really fully accomplished got everything. I got yeah. lazy or got distracted. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, you know, I, I think about that a lot. Like, if you don't do what you're meant to do, like, you're kind of just a shell of a person. Like, if I didn't, like, if I don't start some of the businesses that I want to start or do mm-hmm. some of the things then I really will, I'll just be unhappy and I just won't, you know, again, I'll be burned. You'll become burned today. Yeah. And I think that's the same for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whatever that is for a person. So, mm-hmm. um, but I thought that was, I thought that was good. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to this podcast even, mm-hmm. uh, to be, yeah, you've wanted to, to do candid. this for a while and here you are. Yeah. You know, it was, Such it a was a great following and so many people right, on man. the show. It's I, impressive. I broke 300 followers on Instagram oh, this week. So that. I'm, uh, I'm famous. So if you if you don't know, I am famous now. Three hundred is the mark for when you're officially a star, a list celebrity. Mm. So, uh, so three hundred, three hundred, three hundred is the mark. So uh, yeah, you hit it. Yeah, you're living big. I'm not verified yet. I think it's just like do you have the little check yet? Little I don't. Check, I think they're going. Yeah, I think Instagram. Yeah, there, there's something's uh, wrong with their system. They're really backed up right now. I yeah, think that's why I don't sense. have the check yet. But sure. I'm expecting it soon. Great. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's, honestly, that's how the like wanting to create and wanting to like do something uh, is kind of where the podcast came from. Like mm-hmm. to be candid at the time when I came up with it, I was unhappy at like the job I was at and, and love, love that job as far as like the people and everything like that and the opportunity. But at the time I just knew it was mm-hmm. done. It was, it was time for me to move on. And it was this kind of spurred from like, I need to feel like I was creating something. I just wanted yeah. to like have ownership of something and, and create something that was just like for me and that's how the idea of the podcast came along. I was like, what do I, what am I passionate about? I really love movies. I love chatting with my friends, right, like in a one-on-one sure. setting. So I was like, how can I create something like that and kind of bring it all together? And that's how the podcast idea came along and how, how I did it. But it was a really great creative outlet during that time when I was unhappy at my job. So I think that, again, this 
this kind of speaks to it. Yeah. Just, you know, if you're, if you're like meant to create or you like just doing you know, whatever it is, whether mm-hmm. it's a sport or something like that, like just do it, like, you know, find, find time and do it. So that is my, uh, off my soapbox. But it's a good life lesson. Yeah. Good yeah. Lesson. Yeah. Knowledge, knowledge from tips from Todd. <laughs> tips from Todd. Uh, one of my friends like years ago told me I should do a series of that on tips social media. Todd. Tips from That'd Todd. Be yeah. good. That'd be good. Uh, or so what would Todd do? I'm lucky to be yes. wearing one of his featured bracelets here today. This, what would Todd do? That's pretty, yeah, pretty if you want cool a, what too. would Todd do bracelet, hit me up. Uh, I think I'm gonna get some entire we trust ones too. Actually, that's then, a so great idea. This one's we'll a little see. little large for my wrist, so we'll yeah, get, okay. we'll get some new merch going. <laughs> we got. I'm gonna get you a Carly, uh, Carly specific one. Um, <laughs> what would Todd do? Dash Carly. Dash Carly. Um, Carl's. Or two Carly. Two Carls. <laughs> yes. Uh, some people are just misunderstood. Another theme that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly misdiagnosed or disregarded completely. Mm-hmm. I think so. Again, like in in this. Um, I think they were going to diagnose her with some things that probably weren't necessary. I think mm-hmm. she just need to, she was just in a place of depression and not doing what she loved. Right. Uh, but that, I think that happens. I think sometimes people get put on medication that is actually not right for them. Or like I said, completely disregard it, whether mm-hmm. it's um, lack of resources, uh, whether like it's financially or just the people around you can't identify that, Hey, this person needs actual, uh, you know, uh, mental attention and, and help. Because uh, even like her pills in her like medicine cabinet, yeah. about it, I'm like, gosh, like, so he, the, her husband goes through and sees all the empty bottles and I'm looking at this thing. And I'm like, gosh, is she trying to create something here? Right. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> all these gorgeous, like you know, all these colors she loves. And I'm yeah. like, Goodness, is that her way to create? And he obviously is perceiving that as like, oh my gosh, she's just taking a different cocktail every day. Yeah. Right. For, but that's even an example. Is she trying yeah. to create something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Perception. Think, right, exactly. And she even mentioned that, like, the color. She's like, you know, I, I don't even know. the colors and the shapes. And I'm like, okay, this sounds crazy to anyone right. else, but, you know, to an artist. And she's not even, yeah, she's not even taking the pills. And obviously, right. like, the uh, the um, psychiatrist comes in, mm-hmm. and she assumes that uh, that, that means uh, su- planning suicide or suicidal thoughts. Right, exactly. And that had never been alluded to in the film, and mm-hmm. she hadn't even spoke, Bernadette hadn't even spoke to that. But, again, from the outside looking in, um, that that makes sense. For if you're sure. making a cocktail of pills, yes, that makes sense that Looks you would like think you that. Might be so, that. Um, so yeah. Um, and then the the last thing I think is just uh, really important to understand people. Mm-hmm. I think that's an invaluable skill is to understand one yourself, and then because a lot of people just don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, understanding other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a skill that helps in literally um, any profession or mm-hmm. just any any life instance. You know, just understanding because again, he didn't even understand really understand his wife. After yeah. 20 plus years of being together. I think that kind of, you could even like put that into emotional intelligence. The idea yes, of, you know, understanding 100%. your own emotions, how you're feeling, how someone else is feeling. But I agree. It's really yeah. how you understand. And also just taking the time to understand, you know, someone that's different than you has different yeah. values and different interests. And like you said, different passions. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, all in all, um, halfway through, I even thought like, I really love this movie. Yeah. I'm um, with you. I was like, this it is a great me. movie. It surprised me. It did. It did. And, you know, again, I thought it was going to be a good movie. Um, I just didn't think it was going to be this well written. And even, like I said, this guy's. I thought we were uh, going to lose it. I thought we were going to get happy. I thought so. like, Okay, like, I get it. But, you know. That's I, what happened. I, I was captivated the whole way through. The whole way through. And it was a, a two-hour movie, two-hour-plus movie. And uh, we even stayed through, like, some of the beginning credits as they were showing what she designed. You know, it all led up to her designing mm-hmm. uh, this, this piece or this building for uh, in Antarctica or for a, a group of scientists doing work there. So uh, we even stayed through that portion. Um, but it inspired me. I really liked the movie. Um, Kate Blanchett as uh, as Bernadette was amazing. I thought mm-hmm. she, she, she I would not be surprised if she was nominated for some awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did a great job in that role. Um, it, was, it was just such a tasteful and beautiful film, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, again, how they did it, how they did the themes. 
uh, from start to finish. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd change. It's one of those films that I don't know what I'd change. Yeah, I'm um, I don't know if there was in any detail that I'd change. Um, it was just clearly conveyed. Uh, it was entertaining. You, you were, you know, it had parts of humor, but didn't no, nothing distracted from the actual movie. Right. Kristen Wiig didn't, obviously she's a lot of times in, in comedies. She didn't distract from the actual point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the best films I've seen all year. I think I, I would say in, in top three or four movies wow, I've seen all that's year. Yeah, a lot yeah. for all the ones you've re- reviewed. This I know. Year. I know. It's one of, one of my favorites for sure. So, um, Sweet. really, really good movie. So, uh, so for you, uh, what would you rate it on a scale of one to 10? One to ten. I'd probably give it an eight. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. I give it eight point one. So we're right on the same page. Did you really? Yeah. Eight point one. Sweet. Eight point one. So Just we're right slightly there. Slightly above the eight eight point scale. That's right. Great. <laughs> I've you know I've I've been right on in tune with uh, movie ratings for like the last like maybe four episodes. That's Me great. and my guests have been on the same page as far oh, as ratings. That's so, impressive. Uh, so right there. Would you suggest that someone go see this on opening night, five dollar Tuesday, Netflix, or don't watch it all? Yeah, you could do five dollar Tuesday if you're okay. looking for a little date night or, or night out. I would say for sure. Or nice. Netflix, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what I had down. I had five dollar Tuesday. I actually had I dash fun. date night, and then I actually deleted that point. So it's funny wow, that we're like, really. It's like on a one level. Todd. So it's like, uh, it's pretty cool. Right. So five dollar Tuesday is. I I agree. Um, opening night. Only reason I don't say opening night as much as I do really like this movie is opening night are movies for me that. Um, that you'll that will get spoiled if you don't go see right, them. Right, and you can't yeah. wait like another second can't to go wait, see. This yeah. is just a great film, no matter where you're at in 100%. your life, what you're dealing with. Just a good touch point of yeah, passion, value, difference, and yeah, yeah. how you perceive the world around you. Yeah, hundred percent. Really good movie. It's, it's going to be definitely one of those that I, I refer to a lot of people and tell them, hey, you gotta check this out. So, really enjoyed it. Um, upcoming movies. Anything yeah. that you're really excited about? You know, I think um, Little Women's coming out. I think in December, kind okay. of a Christmas theme. Um, but I grew up reading that book um, oh, okay. every Christmas and. I think it hopefully will be a good good film, so I'll probably go see it around the holidays. God, I hadn't heard of that, but I'm going to yeah, look it up now because I out. love Christmas. Yeah. Um, I love Christmas movies. Uh, so what I'm looking forward to is Brittany Runs a Marathon. Uh, I likely won't review it, but uh, it's about a girl who wants to take back control of her life uh, by getting healthier and, and mm. by doing so she trains for a marathon. Awesome. Um, so I have a lot of respect. So fitness is really important to me, but I have a ton of respect for uh, people who push themselves to get physically fit, especially when uh, they're naturally uh, heavier. So some people just have, you know, are just born, uh, you know, bigger struggle with weight or weight gain. Sure. More, I know myself, I, I just have always been like, I've always been skinny and just, I haven't had an issue with that. Obviously that doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy, right? but, um, and have made a push to be healthier, uh, eating wise. But, um, you wouldn't tell that by the Horrocks plug earlier, (laughs) but, um, but, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, it's for, I've always enjoyed running and stuff like that. But for Mm -hmm. some people that's a struggle. A lot of people hate running. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that I I have a lot of respect for people who push themselves to just like get healthier and better themselves. So I'm excited to see that. I think it's based on a true story. Awesome. So it's even more inspiring. So, uh, coming out. I think maybe in the next two to three weeks. Oh, sweet. Something okay. like that. So I'll probably go check that out. Great. Um, like I said, I probably won't review it because there's some other bigger movies that I kind of want to do. But mm-hmm. um, but I, I will let everyone know how it is. Maybe I'll, I'll post something on my story about how, what I cool. think. So, But, yeah, that's all I had, Carly. Sweet. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, anything else? No, thanks so much for bringing me on. It yeah. was great to be part of this journey with you. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on. Everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, until next week, peace out.